0: Long ago, when there were no calendars to dictate our schedules, the ancient peoples of Northern and Western Europe and Germany looked to the sky and the seasons, taking cues from Mother Earth to determine when to plant and when to harvest, when to work hard, and when to rest. They honored and celebrated the strong connection they had with the Earth. Over time, these times of honoring and celebrating have turned into what we now call the Wheel of the Year. The Wheel of the Year consists of four solstice and equinox days, Yule, Ostera, Litha, and Maven, and four fire festival days, Samhain, Imbolc, Beltane, and Lunasa, or Lamas. We celebrate today as a way to connect with the Earth, something much needed in our hectic climate-controlled society. Thank you for joining me for these eight bonus Earth Connection episodes. Hello everyone, this is Angie, host of the Nature Nurtured podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today for this Wheel of the Year discussion. Today... It is going to be about Maybone, um, the fall equinox, and yeah, um, it's probably one of my favorite times of the year. Right now, I would say, I mean, fall just always feels so, I don't know if it's like this magical feeling, or I don't know if it's just the relief from heat and having the cooler The cooler temperatures and just the way that the leaves are so pretty, or I don't know what exactly it is, but I do enjoy it. Even though I miss the long days of summer and the warmth, because I really would much rather be hot than cold, there is just something about fall that always has my heart. So, like I said, Wheel of the Year episode, I don't have a ton of practices that I necessarily do that are specific to this time of year, this Maybone, but um, just kind of the traditional, normal things, and I will get into that here in a minute. Um, What else? I think I also just wanted to say thank you to those who are um, leaving reviews, who have rated the podcast, who are following the podcast. That does help me. It helps people find me, and that allows more people to listen to this podcast. So I thank you to those who are doing those things. It is very, very much appreciated. And I guess I will just say that this weekend, um, I have kind of gotten out my fall decorations. I, I usually wait till after my daughter's birthday. Cause she usually is like, no, don't do it till after that. So, but She, we had time and she did have fun helping me decorate the house today. She has, uh, such a a good eye for knowing how to make everything look so, so nice. And so I kind of just let her take the lead on that while I did the more, you know, cleaning activities that kind of go along with that. I think, and that's a nice thing about when I do get the fall stuff out, it does kind of require me to do more of a deep cleaning Not as deep as I should have done, but definitely did some dusting and some decluttering in order to bring out the fall decor. So that was good. That felt really nice. And also another thing that felt really nice is that we had a cold front come through this weekend and I was able to have the windows open all day today. And that just, I don't know, there's just something about having the windows open that just that fresh air smell and the way it just feels... You know, you can feel the breeze blow through the house, and uh, I just wish it could be that way more often. There just aren't that many days in the year where we can do that and have it be comfortable in the house, not have it be super humid or warm or too cold. We just don't have a lot of days that are these nice, mild in-between days that are in the 70s, so I definitely took advantage of that. Um, Yesterday, I guess it would be Saturday, we were at a, what they call the great American flea market. My daughter and I went, that's kind of what we, we just had this tradition of going. It's always the weekend before her birthday or like even on her birthday sometimes. And so I think we've gone probably the last five or six years. And so we did that this weekend and that was fun. It's more of a, it's kind of gotten away from like the flea market feel and it's a lot more like a craft fair, which is fine. Um, either way i mean it was just a it was a cloudy cooler day and it, it there was a nice rain that came in in the afternoon it just was kind of that moody broody fall feeling day which was very welcome and we had fun i'm so glad that she likes to do that kind of stuff and i was what i appreciated about it too was that we enjoyed trying some different kinds of food and we also just the small um small business, you know, the vendors, it's, it's neat. I got some bath salts and some candles and some tea. Uh, and that was, I, I enjoyed that. Um Being able to support small businesses, people who are just kind of getting up and going and, you know, where it comes from. And it just, it, it's neat to, to, to purchase those items. So, we did that. And then she always likes a trip to Goodwill. So we did that. And that was fun. And of course, we had to get pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie blizzards from Dairy Queen, which was delicious as always. So it was just, I don't know, it was just a very fall feeling weekend, which was nice. And I see that temperatures are going to be back up in the 90s this week. So it's like this short lived little sneak peek preview to what will be here probably, you know, by the end of the month more to stay. So Anyway, I hope that you guys all had a good weekend as well, and maybe other people decide to get out their fall stuff, and I'm hoping everybody got a chance to kind of just be outside and enjoy the weather today, which is Sunday, is when I'm recording this, and uh, man, it was beautiful. Clothes on the line, a couple walks with the dogs in the woods right now with them just because this is a great place to do these recordings. They like to go sniff around and they they are super entertained and I also get to get out of the wind a little bit and be down here with the trees which I love. So anyway, I hope you all have had a chance to get outside too. It's been super super nice today. So anyway, I talk enough during this episode. I will I guess leave it at that and I hope this episode does Kind of spark your interest or um, give you some things to think about as we enter into this time of year where there's some balance before we shift into the cold months. So let's go ahead and get into this discussion about Maybone. Also, this time of year it's the fall equinox, and those are similar, but they're not exactly the same thing. So, Maybone is a little bit longer of a celebration. This year it is from September 21st through the 29th. So, it's kind of a week-long celebration of and this is for the Northern Hemisphere. This is the kinds of things that that happen during Maybone. Is It's this it's a, the second harvest celebration. The first one was the one I talked about last episode for the Wheel of the Year, the Lunasaw. That was the first harvest celebration. Maybone is the second. And it is traditionally this time of maybe decorating your entrance to your home and also within your home, your table. In a way that kind of has that harvesty celebration feeling. So, getting your fall decorations out for the inside and outside of your home. Um, it's a time of just a lot of gratitude. It's kind of like a Thanksgiving time. And that's kind of the vibe. It's this time to give thanks, have gratitude, bring these fruits for lack of better words, into the house, around the house and really kind of enjoy and honor this time of year. And the fall equinox is really just the one day and this year it falls on September 22nd. And of course, like I said, this is in the Northern Hemisphere, the Southern Hemisphere. Their wheel of the year is a little bit, it's it's kind of flipped from ours. So So that's what we're going to be discussing today, kind of traditionally, I don't have much more to say on this time of year other than people were harvesting, they were gathering in, they were being thankful and grateful for the fruits of the earth, literally. I mean, they they were, this was a time when most people probably were living in a way that they were supporting themselves or help like in a community supporting itself. And the harvest very much depended on how their winter was going to go. So it was definitely a time of gratitude. If it had been a good harvest season, that was a lot to be thankful for because that meant you were going to be able to get through the winter much easier and be able to survive and be healthy. So I think... Definitely, it was a time to celebrate, and now we have gotten away from that some. There's not so many people I mean we really we have other ways to get food it is it's a different vibe um It is a nice time to look at your year and see kind of what you've harvested, but maybe not in the literal sense of actual food. Um, more of like, what have I accomplished this year? What have I done this year that I can be thankful for and proud of? But it's definitely more of like a, on a personal kind of energetic level, not always like the literal level, unless you live in a farming community and a farming family. And then definitely you would, you would still have those traditional feelings of gratitude for your harvest. So, and if you have a garden, I mean, same thing. It's just, you know, we garden, most people, I feel like, garden for hobby, not because they have to to survive in the United States. So um that's kind of the feel, is it's not such a, like, this has to go well or we are not going to survive feeling. It's more of a, a happy, like, oh, I love to work in my garden and it makes me happy and I get some things out of it, and that's great, and I can share it with my friends, and I can put some things up by canning, and it feels good to eat those, you know, during the winter months, and it's nice when it can last till spring, and we can have those things, and it feels good and accomplished, and yeah, it just, but there isn't this urgency of, I have to have this to live. So, a little bit different vibe, like I said, but also... Another thing that I really focus on for this fall equinox time is this... Here we are again, like we were in the spring, at this time of balance in life. With the days and the nights being equal, briefly. Before now, we will start to tip towards more darkness than light. Whereas last time we talked about this sense of balance... It was in the spring, and we were looking forward to this coming of the light. Um, I think I talked about how I got up and watched the sunrise, and it was just this this moment between light and dark, n- day and night, and also just this balance of lightness and darkness for the day. And I think there's just such an excitement that comes with that spring equinox that just we're so ready we're so ready to come out of the darkness because it's been a long winter and we're ready for the warmth and the sun and we really celebrate the returning of that and so it's a, it's a very different energy of this excitement and this I want to go and do and I've been still for a really long time and I've rested and now I feel rejuvenated and I'm ready to just go conquer the world and do all the things and plant the garden and start new things and chase my ideas and, and really it's a lot of like healthy masculine energy of going and doing and creating and it's, um, it's a very different vibe now. With this, the fall equinox is kind of really the opposite of that. It's it's here we are after the summer of so much sunshine and warmth. And I enjoy that time. I enjoy this summertime where it, we do get so much sunlight and it doesn't get dark till almost nine o'clock sometimes. I, I love that I get to be in the garden and mow the grass and... Hang clothes on the clothesline, and I can get all my laundry done in like even a half a day. Sometimes I can hang stuff out even on a weekday if I need to. When I get home from work at you know five thirty or something, and it will be dry by the time the sun sets. You know, I can I can do that, and I can't. That doesn't happen in the colder months. I can't get all the laundry done in one day on the line. It doesn't dry fast enough. So I I just, I so enjoy, I enjoy that because I enjoy the smell of the clothes and it just makes my whole closet and, and bedroom smell good when I can do the laundry and hang it out. And yeah, just this being outside and having things to do and be busy with outside that feels really good. And I enjoy that so much, but I can tell here we are and when I'm recording this, it is not quite September and i can tell that it start i feel the shift starting to happen i the trees are looking tired and part of that's because we've not had enough rain in the last month or so but it just it's that time of year where it's like this mellowing of the light we're getting dark a little bit sooner i've noticed when i get up in the morning to go for my walk or run and i usually get up like at 5:30 try to be out on the driveway before six if I can, but man, it's been dark. I've had to use a flashlight for the first, you know, couple up and down passes on the driveway. Uh, just mostly, not that I I can see. It's not so dark that I can't see, but I'm like looking for the reflection of eyeballs because I don't want to come across a coyote or a skunk or something unexpectedly. So, but it is, it's dark enough where I I do feel like I need that for a little bit and then I can turn it off and set it down and and finish finish my time out um, walking or running without it. But I I feel it. I feel this, almost this mellowing, this tiredness setting in of the year. And I feel it too, where it's like there's, I've been going and doing outside all summer long. And I do feel like I will welcome the rest, even though I, I miss it. Like I, I miss the, the long sunny days and because it does affect my mood when when I don't get it. But I do, ha- I do have a tiredness within me as well where I, I have found myself thinking pretty soon I won't have all of these outdoor chores and I'll be able to focus again on inside the house because I have noticed that the things that I have let go in the spring and, well, since the spring, really, um, they do need my attention inside and I just, right now I I don't have time to really adequately care for all of it. And so I've picked the outside things. I mean, I've just done the bare minimum inside the things I need to do to keep the household running and, and not in utter chaos. Um, but I have not done a deep cleaning. I have not really given a lot of attention to the things that I can in those darker months where I am inside more and I can put more of my time and energy into my home. And so I feel that. I feel that shift where I found myself kind of starting to look forward to less outside work, focusing inward. And yeah, so for me that's this feeling of balance Setting in where we're about to the equal day and light time, and then knowing that we're tipping towards the darkness and that that is coming, and really embracing that because I don't know if you guys feel but it, but I I feel tired from the summer. It's it it's a great tired. It's that tired that you used to feel like when you're a little kid and you've like been swimming and playing outside all day and you haven't really even stopped to like barely you, you know. You'd hardly even ate your lunch because you were so excited to get back out and do it and 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 go and be and run around and and just hit it hard all day and then when you do slow down and and you are ready for bed that night, it is like you are zonked out tired, but it's a good tired, and that's how I feel moving from summer to fall so I think that, yeah, it just, at this point, I am looking forward to it. And I I know that other people, I can feel that energy of others as well. This um, feeling of wanting to do all the fall things, like have the bonfires. And, you know, it's like, oh man, I'm ready to wear the sweaters. And I'm ready to drink the the fun pumpkin-y drinks. And have the warm, fun foods. And watch the football games. And just kind of have that cozy feeling come back into the house. So I I know that other people are feeling it too. Um because that's kind of what we do here. We we love to we do love to get those fall decorations out and enjoy the comfy coziness that fall brings and it is exciting and it feels really good to kind of transition at that time. And then I think, you know, we get into the winter months and it at some point we're like, okay, done, ready to, to kind of get back outside and and do things. So yes, right now it does feel really good. And I just have to kind of remind myself that winter is coming. It's not here yet. And it's not something to like fret and worry over by any means. But I think it is in the back of my mind of it's okay, Angie, like, we're going to make it through the winter time. It's not, you know, after I get past like early January, I get kind of over it and I'm already looking towards like, Oh, let's, you know, when can I start thinking about planting my garden and all of that stuff? That's, you know, when in bulk comes around that early February, like I am already so excited. So I, I know kind of what it does to my moods too, as far as I, I don't feel as energized. I don't I don't know. It's just a different it's kind of a blah feeling sometimes in in the the darkest part of winter. So but yeah, so at this time my mind is is already kind of preparing, I guess for that. And it's and it's not like it used to be for me where I would just kind of dread after the holidays and all of that excitement was done. It's more of like I've learned to surrender into it and put my attention to things that are kind of appropriate for that time of year and I won't get into it because we'll talk about that as as it gets to that part of the wheel of the year later on but but yeah it's um it's interesting this this way of thinking about it is different now and it really has been the last couple of years compared to other times in my life so Um, I guess, so what do I do to celebrate this time of year? I think for me, I I do enjoy bringing out the fall decorations and making the inside of my house cozy. I enjoy, you know, having lower, like using like lamp lighting or if it gets cool enough, like having the fireplace on as it starts to get cooler and it's darker earlier and just kind of making that home like bringing the light inside of the home, but in like a more, a softer way. Um, like that candlelight lamp kind of feel, firelight. Um, I I do enjoy having like, what I've been doing this past week and I plan to carry it on. I mean, I, I for sure need to do it for 30 days straight, but I think I will, it is something that I will continue to do, but it's this practice of kind of, I I feel like it's kind of a surrender practice or a, I don't want to, I don't really think it's a reflection necessarily, but it's a release, I guess we would call it this. It's this where I set a timer for five minutes and I just release onto paper all of the things that are kind of negative in my mind at that time. Like all the challenges, all the frustrations, all the anger, all the things that are just really like making me feel Frustrated and upset. And I, five minutes, that's it. I set it for five minutes and I just barf it all over the page and get it out. And I write as fast as I can so I can get as much of it out as I can. And when that five minutes is up, I'm done. Like I have to stop. I turn the page and then I set the timer for five minutes again. And then I write about all the things that I am grateful and thankful for. And again, Writing as quickly as I can, wanting to get as much of that out, no pausing and thinking, just like stream of consciousness writing. Um, It doesn't have to look good. It doesn't have to be, you know, a complete thought, just getting those things on paper. And as soon as that timer goes off, I stop and doing that every single day. And I think, and this is not my idea. I got this from the... Lady that I work with, uh, my Ayurveda practitioner, she encouraged me to do this. She said it'd be really a good way to kind of help balance my system. Um, And I can get into that in, in another episode, some of the other things that I've learned from her. But this is one that I think is something that everybody can do. And so I think it's at this time of year, it's a really nice time to have this practice because you're releasing. The kind of the negativity, and then you are having that gratitude practice to kind of wrap up that writing time. And I just think those two things are a nice balance. They balance each other out. And also it kind of fits this vibe of this season where we are releasing the light. We're releasing this high energy and kind of letting go of things. The The earth is letting go. The trees are going to be letting go of their leaves. And so to kind of, as humans, use that energy and kind of lean into it and also practice releasing the emotions, releasing the anger and the frustration in a healthy way. And also even beyond this writing practice, really looking at, your life and looking where things are out of balance, this is a really nice time to like check into that and see where things, and you'll know because you will feel it. Because everybody balances life in a different way and feels balanced doing different things. And so there's not, I can't just tell you you know, these are the things that you need to do to be balanced. I mean, you really have to feel into it and feel where and what I would suggest is follow those. If you're doing the writing prompt of the writing all the negative and challenging, frustrating things, maybe and I, I don't know. I haven't done it long enough to like want to look back at it. But if you notice there's a theme of the things that keep popping up. That's where the imbalances are. So the things that are making you frustrated, the things that are making you angry in life, there's probably some imbalance there. And it may not even be... Sometimes you have to look under that first thing. So if if it seems to be that you're angry and frustrated with something outward, like something that's happening to you, look under that feeling. And there's probably a need not being met there. And in that need that's not being met, there's an imbalance. And if you can nurture yourself and help bring balance back to that, then those external things that are upsetting you won't bother you anymore. Mostly. I mean, of course, there are things that are big deal things that, that feel really big. And even when you're really taking care of yourself, they might still gnaw at you. But it won't be as sharp. It won't be as in your face. You'll be able to turn away from it. Um, You won't be as attached to it, if that makes sense. If you can really look under it and see why it's bothering you so much and bring balance to that part. Because maybe you're upset about something and really it's because you need that thing and you don't feel like you're able to give it to yourself. And it's making you mad. And so finding a way to bring a little bit more time or space into your life, because I feel like that's really um, a lot of it. So for example, well, before I get into that, another thing too is those things in life, like as you're looking back at your year and kind of doing some reflecting, the things that you want to... Look for those things that you want to let go of. The things that are not healthy for you. And you'll know again by checking in with your body. Checking in with these things that you're writing about. And see if there are things that you can just cut out. Like that you can release. And these will be probably like littler things. I know it's hard sometimes to cut out the big stuff. Um, But the big stuff that you're just like, well I can't just stop going to work. Or I can't just stop being a part of this family, or whatever is bothering you, um, look for choices. Look for choices within those things that you are not loving right now, those things that are bringing kind of friction in your body and resistance in your body. Look for ways that you can bring choice to that thing that you feel like you cannot release. Like, look for the smaller choices within that. That's what I've been trying to do. Um... And I guess this was going to be my example of, I just, there's some things going on in life, not big deal stuff, just stuff that's different and stuff that's not what I would choose for myself per se, but it's also something that I cannot just, I can't just walk away from these things because that's just not who I am as a person. And I, that's, it's really, I mean, it always is an option, but I'm choosing not to. And so then I'm looking for littler choices within those choices. Like how can I show up in that space or with these people in a different way? How can I nurture myself when I'm not in those situations? And really for me, it's been a lot about if I'm inside and pretty sedentary all day, how can I move and be outside more? When I'm not at work. I guess for me it's it's sitting in an office all day inside. Which is the, the reality for a lot of people. Maybe not always sitting and being sedentary. But being inside all day um, for a lot of people is reality. And now some people do work outside. And they're working in the elements. And so they probably love to come home and just be inside. So, But for me because it's all day in that controlled environment, kind of sitting at a desk. I want to be up, I want to be moving, I want to be outside. So I try to start my morning that way before I go in, and then I try to end my day that way as well. So trying to kind of balance that part of my life and also just, I guess, putting this boundary up of I am going and doing and caring for people all day long in the evening when I have kind of completed my work and family duties. I just need some space and like communicating that with the people in my orbit and in, in not a grumpy bitchy way in the moment. But like, hey, I'm going through some stuff. This is really hard for me. And in order for me to sustain this, Pattern right now that I'm in, in order to sustain this schedule that I have, I have to take care of myself and taking care of myself looks like being by myself sometimes. And then I think when you can communicate what you need to people, not when you're in a moment of like, um, struggle or frustration and so you can say it in a way that's not in like this heightened state of like emotion. It's definitely better received and it's more understood. And so that's kind of what I have done to bring balance into a situation, to look for choice in a situation. And the other thing I do is I, I do step away and I take an hour lunch. And I just do. And even if it means I have to lock the door and there's nobody else there, at work, I, I do it, and whether that's right or wrong or whatever, I, I do it, because I have to do that for me, or else I'm not going to be able to be on, you know, at work or at home if I can't take a pause during my day and, and care for myself in that way, and I'm fortunate that I can, that that has not been, you know, stamped out. And I'm, I have been able to do that and it's, and it really does feel good. So, and also I think just choosing the attitude that I want to bring to this, you know, is it my favorite thing? No, it's not my favorite thing, but can I find a way to bring in my gifts and my natural tendencies into this place that isn't really my thing and make it work? And yes, I have been able to do that. Once I shifted my attitude, and I kind of, you know, you have to just surrender to it. Or that's what I had to do. I had to just lean in. And once I was able to lean in and quit fighting, not to say that I don't have my moments, because I do. There are definitely moments, there are definitely days that are harder than others. And I, like I told a friend the other day, sometimes... I just have to float on my back so I don't drown. And that's the truth. I mean, and I think I think if we all kind of allow ourselves that grace of, you know what? Today is just rough and I'm just going to surrender to it and stop fighting it and just be. And I'm just going to do what I can do to get from A to B. And as long as that's not like every day, I think that's great. I mean, it's been working. It's been working for me. Like I said, it doesn't mean that everything is easy. It just, I think, when you can lean in and surrender to things that you don't love, find the choices where you can, I think it just makes everything more doable. And... I guess to add another layer to that, I, and maybe I've talked about this already. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling right now. So I apologize, but it's this, I know that I'm in this space in my life right now where things are kind of challenging. And when I say challenging, everything is relative. Like my challenges are like, nothing compared to some people's challenges and my challenges are bigger compared to other people's challenges and it's it's oh it doesn't I think sometimes we tend to want to like compare challenges and I've caught myself doing that and like wanting to like downplay the things that are bothering me but I think we just have to allow ourselves like if it feels challenging to us and it doesn't feel good in our body we to tell ourselves oh well so and so has it so much worse buck up that's not really, it's not really very helpful. It kind of just tells you that you can't feel your feelings and then you stuff them down and then that just really isn't healthy. So I think just being like, yeah, this is hard for me. This is a deal for me. And allowing yourself to feel that and like not be ashamed of it and not feel guilty about it because you're not comparing yourself with other people. I think that allows those emotions to move through you. Instead of stuffing them down. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do. Is just like... Accept that... Yeah, I that this is challenging for me. And not... Not ridicule myself. And beat myself up. And be like... Seriously, you really don't have it that hard. So that's been a practice that I've been implementing as well. But I was going somewhere with this. Um... So, yeah, I think it was all about just surrendering into it. Oh, I know where I was going. Okay, so knowing that it's like this is where I am right now in life, and I'm learning something from it. I'm here for a reason. I believe in divine timing. I believe in divine circumstances. I am here. I keep getting pulled back to this place, and the place is figurative, like this space in my life that needs attention for a reason. Like I'm not I'm here to I'm supposed to be learning a lesson here. I'm supposed to be um kind of leveling up and this is kind of my classroom right now. This place where I am in life. And I could do something different and wherever I go, whatever I do, I'm going to get this same lesson. So <laughs> the lesson's the same, the classroom can change if that makes sense. I think sometimes we want to move on from things and move, and we're really too quick almost to those big things in life that I was talking about earlier that we can't, that we say we can't walk away from. Um, I think those are these things. These are the things that there's, there's a lesson there. And if we do walk away from them or change things up, you're just getting a different classroom and a different teacher sometimes. And so for me, like accepting this and like, okay, being curious, like, what am I supposed to be learning? So when I'm having moments during my day where I feel the frustration and I feel angry, it's like, hmm, that's interesting that that made me feel that way. Why is that? You know, and this is a cultivated practice. Like, this is not something I can necessarily do in that exact moment. I have to feel it first. I have to, like, have the reaction a little bit, and then I can step back. But that's able to happen a lot quicker now. I'm able to move through the feeling differently. Um, I don't want to say more efficiently, but kind of, um, so that then I can get curious about it. So I understand now, like I said, that I'm I've that there is no accident in all of this. So then my the new layer of it is, since I know that my next reaction was, well, if I can do A, B, and C, and I can you know, learn the things, then I'll be able to move through this quicker. And like, how long, like, how long do you think, in, in my mind, I'm asking myself this, like, how long will this have to be? And like, there's an, I like, I'm looking for a finish line in this and and that, and I've had to catch myself because learning and growing so that you can get out of a situation. It's not really, I I don't think that's the point you know i think that that means i hadn't completely surrendered to it so doing things and accepting the way things are as a because i want to move on and move past it is not the right energy it's really not a complete surrender i think i have to completely surrender to it and be like i'm in this for the long haul i'm not going to be wondering how much longer because the minute I go back into that energy, then I'm not in the energy that it takes to learn and grow, if that makes sense. So that is where I'm at in this. And I, and I mention all of this because this kind of a process that's going through all of this, it's a very um, fall time of year thing to be moving through because like I said earlier, this time of year where the earth is kind of releasing, it's releasing the things that are being harvested. The trees are going to be releasing their leaves. Um, it's just that is the energy is this release and surrender. And so that's how that is looking in my life right now. And of course this kind of started in the summertime for me, but I'm getting to where I'm more in that release and surrender energy flow now where it is this time of release and surrender. It was a little bit harder for me when it was summertime and the energy was different. So not to say that it can't be done at other times of the year. I think this time of year though just really lends itself really nicely. So I say all of that and I use that long drawn out example to you so that you can look in your own life and and really look at those things that are causing friction and agitation in your body and see how you can release those, whether it's just simply cutting them out or whether it's doing what I just explained about where it's like, okay, well, this is probably to learn and grow, so I'm choosing to stay and I'm choosing to learn and grow and I'm surrendering to that however it looks on whatever timetable it looks and I know that if I do choose later to move on or change that I'm going to get the same lesson in a different classroom with a different teacher and just understanding and surrendering to that beautiful time of year to do that. Same with the, the writing to release the writing for gratitude. It's all, it's all going to flow really nicely because that's the energy of the earth right now. So whatever it is, whatever things are going on, I think we all have them. And that also makes me just want to say that we, we are never, I don't say never, but most of us will probably never get in balance and stay balanced forever. Unless, (laughs) I don't know, maybe some really highly evolved souls can do that, but And here's, here's why I say that. I think we ebb and flow in and out of balance. And we do that because we're humans having a human experience. And so, and life is ever changing. So we are constantly growing, kind of leveling up, having new things come into it. Like we kind of feel like we can get to this homeostasis, this balance for a while, like kind of almost like a plateau. And then we're fed something else. A new, a new challenge comes. And then we kind of We get out of balance again and then we have to navigate our way back to balance. And I think that's what being a human on planet Earth is. I think expecting to always feel balanced and good in our bodies isn't completely reasonable. I think we can do long stretches and long stints of it. And if we're mindful and aware of how good it feels when we are in balance, we can easily accept the new things that come in and make the adjustments and, and get kind of work through the things and come back into balance. But I think to just stay in balance all the time, I don't know, like I just, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, there's, there's always challenges that come up. And I think the goal is, is to feel in balance most of the time, And to learn what it feels like to feel in balance and to feel like... And I mean physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, energetically, all of the things. Like to really know what that feels like. And you'll know when it's there. You know. When you know, you know. Just like when you know when you're out too. And you can kind of judge it by your emotions and how you react to people. And how you react to things that happen. And I would say the things that... The things and the people that irritate you the most, watch how you react and then as you kind of are able to take care of yourself in a way where you can bring yourself into balance, watch how you react to those same things and people then. That's a good test to know kind of where you're at. So I guess I say that to be like, don't stress out about being out of whack and out of balance. Like just know that We have seasons in life where things are harder and seasons in life where things come a little bit easier. Sometimes we feel aligned, sometimes we don't. And I think that's on purpose. I think we're supposed to be learning and growing. And I think the idea is to kind of do as much of that as we can here. Um, Enjoy it while we're here as well. Enjoy the things, but but also just learning to navigate, navigate. Like I, I've said this a lot of times, but there's free will of our own. There's free. We're dealing with the free will of all the other, what, like 8 billion people on the planet. And there's emotions and like learning how to navigate those and feel them and not stuff them, but not like have them be like, whoa, all the time, like learning to like balance all of that and just, and in a body, which sometimes doesn't feel very good. And like, then you, I don't know. It's just the thing. Like, it's hard. Being a human's hard. And there's a lot thrown at us. And so I think it, it just when we can surrender and release and just allow things and, and just kind of get into a place where we're taking care of ourself, ourselves well enough to give ourselves sp- enough space where we can look at these challenges in a different way, that's what kind of helps us find the balance. But that comes and goes. Sometimes that's easier than others. Sometimes you're hit like, like by it feels like you're hit by a train with the things that come at you in life. And so it's going to knock your ass back for a little bit. And that's okay. And I think that's where not shaming yourself comes in. Like, it's okay to feel knocked on your ass for a little bit, as long as you're aware of that's what it is happening. And that if you can find those ways to nourish yourself and support yourself. And I say yourself because really it has to be you. It, it is nice to get love and support and encouragement from other people. But ultimately, it's the most important when it, for it to come from you. That's going to be the stuff that sticks. So I think when you feel like you're knocked down real hard... Like, allowing that, like, this is where I'm at right now. Like, this sucks. I don't like it. It hurts. I'm upset. Like, I don't want to be here. Just allow yourself to just be where you're at. And look for ways to nourish and support yourself. And love yourself. Through it. Knowing that everything cycles. So, I don't know. That's kind of what I have for you today. I don't know. That kind of was like, went off in a hole. I didn't really know which direction this was going to go today, but it really sat in with the release and surrender part. So, but by all means, you know what? It is fall. We are excited to kind of move into this part of the year where it feels cozy and, you know, we get a little bit of chill in the air and it's... It's just, I don't know, there's just something kind of magical about this time of year, I feel like. And I've always just kind of felt and sensed that this fall magic that there is. So I think by all means, like it (laughs) this time of year does not have to be all about like doing that hard release and surrender work. By all means, you know what? Have the pumpkin spice, whatever you love. Put on those sweaters, decorate your house, go to the pumpkin patch have a bonfire, watch the football games, all the things that just like really fill your cup that you love about fall, enjoy all of it. Like relish it, pause long enough to like let it soak in and like really just have gratitude for all of those things that you love and enjoy so much. Like just let it just kind of envelop you in all the good feels because that's gonna help you do the other stuff. So that's, that is my spiel on fall equinox and Maybone. And again, those dates, the fall equinox is exact on September 22nd this year. Um, And if you are wanting to kind of have a fun magical week and like be in tune with it with other people who kind of celebrate this time of year, this Maybone, that would be that September 21st through the 29th is that time. If you want to kind of, I don't know, give yourself something fun to look forward to and plan fun little things and like make yourself feel like you get a little bit of a holiday week in whatever way that you can sneak in those fun little things, there you have it. That would be a great week to do that. And yeah, because like I said, we do this little um, harvesty kind of time of year, the celebration of bringing things in, gathering things in, being grateful. We celebrate it a little bit different in these modern times, and that's okay. So, you know, and even bringing in, you know, the having the pumpkins and the cut flowers and all of those things and the, the leaf garlands and all of that. I mean, it just feels really nice and it feels a way, it feels to me like a nice way to honor mother earth and be thankful for the, the things that she gives us while also kind of making our homes feel cozy. So with that, I will leave you with all of that information today. I hope it, I hope that you found it helpful and I hope that you have a beautiful Maybone, a beautiful fall equinox. Um, just really enjoy this time of year so next wheel of the year we will be talking about will be Samhain, which is Halloween as well. So look, looking forward to that in October, but we will have other episodes between now and then. So I hope that you all have had a chance to get outside of nature today and really just soak in her beauty, even if it's just for a few minutes. Um, whether that's going for a walk or just sitting on your porch, or you know, even just sitting in your car with the window down for a little bit. However, you can work it into your day. I hope that you've been able to do that. I hope you are well. And like I said, enjoy this time of year. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening today. I love having you join me. Even though I'm technically out here just me and my dogs, it is exciting and heartwarming to know you are out there too, listening, walking, adding in your thoughts as we go. As always, I hope everyone has had a chance to nurture themselves with a little bit of nature today. Mother Earth always has the best medicine.